The Notebook Podcast is meant for entertainment only. We're not licensed professionals, and this podcast is not intended to give professional help. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, strong language, and is only intended for an audience who's ready for the shit! Okay there. Story time! Hello, and welcome back to the Notebook Podcast. I'm Amy. And I am Nana, and this is episode 18 of our second season. Welcome back, little wormies. So, well, just when we thought that 2020 was getting a little bit better, shit went down again. First, it was the shooting of Jacob Blake, uh, a man who was shot in the back seven times by an officer while reaching for his own car. In front of his kids. In front of his freaking children. That's, I, I, and then during the protest for his shooting, a fucking 17 year old teen who was holding, who was armed illegally, shot and murdered two people and injured another person while they were protesting for fucking the shooting of Jacob Blake. It's been a very eventful week and, uh, Man, I don't even know how to feel about this anymore at this point. I mean, I think society as a whole has been getting better this year in 2020 about racism, about police brutality, and we're fucking back to square one, it feels like, doesn't it? Yeah, it's um, it was really disappointing. I don't know if you watched the video, but the cop literally wanted to kill Jacob or you don't shoot in there seven times. I think Jacob was shot like three or four times or something out of the seven mm-hmm. bullets. You don't shoot seven times as a warning or mm-hmm. to like prevent someone from harming you. Like if they were saying, you know, it was a self-defense type of shooting, you don't shoot seven bullets. Um, the man had his back to you and you shot him seven times while you had other officers with you behind you. Yeah, that's not self-defense. I'm I, fuck that. <laughs> I think like what really got to me this time was, it was nice to see that you know there were protests already and like everyone took action very quickly. I do remember like if something happened like this before, I feel like there wasn't as much focus on it and people just kind of let it slide. But this time, like you know, there's people that are standing up for Jacob and they're not going to let it slide. Like they want justice for him, which is great. Mm-hmm. The thing that made me kind of upset was that I still saw people posting things like, you know, Jacob had a criminal record, um, mm-hmm. that he had a knife in the car. And so it was all those things. And, you know, people always say, oh, I'm not racist because I don't make racist remarks or anything like that. But you are racist if you're trying to find ways to make this innocent man look not innocent. Yeah. And it was the same thing for the shooter. Like, he actually murdered two people and he injured one person. And then people are out there trying to find his innocence. Like, oh, he was cleaning graffiti off the walls earlier. Dude, this dude murdered two people and tried to murder a third person. In front of the police, too. Yeah. If we don't put color into this, then you would obviously think the murderer is a like a way worse person. You would not even try to look at what his background is or, like, what he who he is as a person. Mm-hmm. But because he's like white, there's people out there trying to defend that. That was really disheartening. And even in the news today, after we've seen videos of this kid shooting people at the crowds, even today in media, he is Kyle Riddlehouse, 17, accused of killing two people right. in a protest. Accused? Excuse me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are literally videos online of him shooting people. How are you still not saying this as a fact and as of yesterday before yesterday actually jacob blake was chained to his hospital bed yeah while he was fucking like in a i don't even know healing from his bullet wounds yeah and he's paralyzed from the waist down i believe now um it's been confirmed and he was shackled to his own hospital bed what does that fucking tell you you have a murderer and who was able to drive to a different state or city after murdering people in front of the police, and then you have somebody who was almost murdered by police shackled to his own hospital bed just because of the color of their skin. And then you look at 
previously um, comparing this, what's his name, Kyle, Kyle Riddlehouse, Riddenhouse, mm-hmm. comparing him, a 17-year-old, to Trayvon Martin, who was literally on a jog in his neighborhood and was murdered by two white men because they felt so-called threatened because there's a black man running, running in their neighborhood. Or Tamir Rice, who was 12 years old and playing with a fake toy gun and was murdered by police because he was black. And then you have a white 17 year old literally killing people with a real gun who he had that had that was with him illegally and police didn't do shit about it. Like there is nothing. There's no other explanation for these actions from police except for racism. There is no other explanation. So just when we thought we were getting better as a society, we were becoming better people. This shit happens. It just makes you feel like in the past, what now, four months, five months of protest, like, what did we achieve? Really? All we've done, I think, is we've been informing ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, most people have been educating themselves, have been learning about what's going on and what caused the result that we have today. But at the same time, though, there's been really no change in, in policing. You know, not at least not that we can see at this moment. And it's just really discouraging. But at the same time, though, I think it's driving more fire <laughs> within us to to even try harder and, and protest more and try harder to make a change and make a difference. Yeah. And I, I think I'd, of course, like to see the change happen faster. But I think that change takes time and it's not going to happen tomorrow. And I think despite all this, I do feel like we are doing a better job at least of, again, just bringing it out to light. The NHL team and NBA and WNBA and I think MLB, you're saying, they've all took a stance for this and they've stood up for it. I think that's really powerful because like those are people that, you know, the world kind of looks to and like they have a lot of publicity. And so I think things are changing it's going to take time, but unfortunately, it's probably going to take a lot more of these types of situations, like with Jacob Blake, um, before we actually see true change. So, yeah, it's it's been an emotionally tough week for humanity yet again. Um, I was just telling Amy, I was literally sitting on the toilet crying, <laughs> reading news this morning, because we are both extreme empaths. And we feel these things very deeply. And I don't know. I don't know what we can do to help at this point, except for trying to educate ourselves, trying to educate our family, especially parents, and just, you know, put, keep resharing everything and donating to, to Black Lives Matter and doing whatever we can to help out. Yeah. 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 So on that happy note. <laughs> yeah, man, this has been a very fucking weird year trying to do a, a funny podcast. A, we can't meet up to actually, you know, be in person to, to record. And the chemistry is obviously a little bit, it's not as good as when we're in person. But I mean, we still have pretty good chemistry. And the online thing is a challenge. And amid all of that, we have to try to make people laugh <laughs> while all this shit yeah. is happening in the world. Yeah, like, how do you, you can't even joke about this shit, man. Yeah, yeah, you can't joke about this shit. But we did pledge ourselves to have one hour of downtime for you every week. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're going to try to do. And that's what we're going to do this week as well um, as previous weeks and the weeks to come. So let's (laughs) lift our spirits for the next hour. Let's do it. Yeah, let's start the story of the week. But what are we talking about this week? Okay, so uh, yeah, so so, so we're, we're switching over. I'm sorry, guys. I have to like turn my brain to the podcast. Yeah, happy, 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 happy voices. Happy, breathing, breathing. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so I was really excited when Nana picked this subject because I relate to this. So it this week is focusing on bartender slash waiter, waitress stories about dates that they've seen. Horror dates, mm-hmm. So horrible dates told by waiters or bartenders who were there to witness them. Yeah. I don't know why we didn't do this earlier. It seems either. like a such good topic. And you have first hand experience. 
How did you find this? I was just doing research and I, I found a couple of them and I'm like, okay, well, this this is like a really cool topic. So I started researching and oh my God, there's like a never ending resource of these stories. We should have done this. Like, I, I feel like we can do another episode. We could do this. like part two for sure. Yeah. 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 So I, I used to work as a bartender waitress for the small family restaurant. Like I did have, I was on the floor and at the bar. And so I just remember witnessing you know, they're the most awkward dates. Lots of cheating because, like, we were one of those, like, dive bars. So I guess people would go on dates there if they were trying to cheat. Oh, my God. Just so many stories. And I can't believe we didn't do this. I know. Yeah. I'm so excited. I and, uh, yeah, I we have quite a few stories this week, but they're all um, very short and they're <laughs> really fucking funny. So... Let's get into it. All right, the first story comes from user cannot place uh, kind of place. Anyway, so he says, um, a guy and a girl were fondling each other at the bar I worked at, and then a second guy joined as they quickly separated and behaved. The three of them went off into the casino, but came back for drinks a few times. Mm. So early in the morning, the next day, the second guy, who uh, the, the guy that appeared second, came back for a shot and uh, said that he had a couple of hours to kill before his plane left. We started chatting, and then he told me that he had just broken up with his girlfriend because he suspected that he had been having sex with his friend <gasps> when he couldn't find them for an hour. What? So... I asked if that was the guy and girl I saw him with, like the first two people that showed up, yeah. and he confirmed yes. And of course, I let him know that he was making the right choice because they were making out at the bar before he came down. <gasps> he thanked me for confirming and left me a huge tip. And then an hour or so later, the friend and now ex-girlfriend, so the two, pe- the first two people that showed up, yeah. were at the bar and they were whispering and kind of arguing. And I asked if everything was okay. And they said they were locked out of their room and couldn't find their friend who paid for the room. <laughs> and they tried to charge the bill to the room too, but my computer showed that their room was empty. So they had a complete meltdown. Wow fucking well deserved you expect to cheat on your boyfriend and you expect to cheat to have sex with your friend's girlfriend and still have your friend pay for your room fuck off that's this guy man that that reminds me of a time i had a very similar situation at my restaurant wait were you the bartender or were you one of these three people oh no 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 i was the bartender (laughs) okay (laughs) So I sat these two, this couple down and they're very giddy and like really cute actually. So they're like, you know, touching fingers and doing all that weird stuff. And Ew, then, touching fingers. I don't know. They're like, just like very touchy feely. And then, right. you know, I came over, brought their drinks and stuff. And then I went to the back. I was waiting for their meal order. And then this guy comes storming in and he's like, where is she? And I'm like, okay. Oh, and he like goes up to them and then. He's like yelling and the girl's like, no, we're just friends. We're just friends. Fine. I was like, can you guys please take this outside? Um, Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Did they actually leave though? Yeah, they left and then they didn't pay for the drinks or whatever. So I ended up paying for that, but I was happy for them to leave because they were causing such a scene and like everyone else, it was like a wing night. So there's all these families and everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? So yeah, we see a lot of crazy shit. Oy vey. Yeah. Oh, man, I've never I've never been a bartender. I was a I was a waitress once upon a time, but I was like what? sixteen. Where? At Mr. Greek. <laughs> the most wholesome place ever. So I don't think I would witness any of these dramatic oh stories. God. Definitely not. Poor guy. Next story. Okay, this is the next story. So it's it's by a username. Water your damn plant. Yo, I, I, I feel that, man. <laughs> yeah, same. Thanks for the reminder. Okay, so uh, they said, A guy made a reservation at our most popular table. It was by the window, very romantic, and super visible from any other part of the restaurant. He came in all dressed up and with a suitcase. Strange, but okay. A few minutes later, his date arrived. 
they laughed, flirted, and we actually thought that it was an anniversary or that he was going to propose or something because it was so cute. Uh, but no. Mm-hmm. Halfway through the evening, she started screaming at him. Oh. He had broken up with her and actually packed her suitcase. And he paid and left her there sobbing at the table alone. We got her a brownie on the house. <laughs> oh, that solved all the problems. The brownie. <laughs> oh my god, this is so awkward. Why would you dress up for a breakup date? Oh my god. But I feel like a lot of people do breaks and breakups in public locations. So- oh yeah, so you don't get stabbed. Oh yeah, that and in hopes that the partner would feel embarrassed to cause a scene, but obviously not. I mean, what were you expecting that you packed your girlfriend's suitcase without any notice? That's that's kind of fucked up, bro. I don't know. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. 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 Okay, next story. Okay, the third story comes from a username Amari01. Amari01. Okay, so they say, A guy got down on one knee, ready to propose. The girl jumped up and hugged him and kissed him. Presumably, she said yes. But about 10 minutes later, you could see that the atmosphere at the table has changed drastically, and the couple did not look like just engaged couple. So while I was walking past, I heard the guy angrily telling the girl how inconsiderate she was because she knew how much he hated PDA. And then a while later, I walked past again, and the girl was sitting alone, looking very anxious. And the third time I walked past, she was crying. So I went over to ask what was wrong, and she said that the guy decided to break up with her instead of proposing because of the PDA thing. And that he'd excused himself to the bathroom er- nearly an hour ago and never came back. Shut up. Dude, that's such an er- emotional roller coaster. That's not even a roller coaster, that's like emotional job zone. It just went from. Dude, that, no way. <laughs> he proposed. That's and in excitement, she hugged and kissed him after he had proposed in public and he got upset about PDA. What the fuck? You proposed to somebody in, 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 in public and you, what do you expect? A fucking handshake? You <laughs> <laughs> can high five, you know? <laughs> Let's do this, mate. Um, but also, girl, like, she definitely got herself out of something pretty toxic. If this is his yeah. reaction to that, like, I think she dodged a bullet here. Yeah. Holy That's shit. fucked up. Oh, yeah. Like, how do you make... Oh, he had a ring with him to propose to a person and wouldn't kiss her in public or hug her in public. Yeah, then do it somewhere private, right? Yeah. If you don't want that kind of action in public, do it at home. Weird dude. Anyways, yeah, she definitely dodged a bullet. Happy for you, girl. (laughs) This is the fourth story. So this is by someone named Best Blue G. So a guy and his date came in for Valentine's Day. That was the best day for working at a bar restaurant. No. So they had a great time, ate a lot of food, drank a lot of wine, and got along really well with my coworker, who was their server. About two months later, they come back in and requested my coworker again. He goes up and greets them. The guy introduces his wife to him. And my coworker mentions something about how much he enjoyed serving them on Valentine's Day. They go quiet. The wife gets up and leaves, and the guy just lowers his head. <laughs> Turns out he had brought another woman in on Valentine's Day, but my coworker didn't realize he was with a different woman this time around, so he didn't think anything of it. We never saw that guy again. Oh, God, that's so fucking embarrassing. But also, if you were the guy that came in with another girl and you had that server, why would you get that server again? That wouldn't make any sense. But you know what, though? I think some guys find pride in dating more than one woman. Maybe he was trying to show off that, like, yeah. Look, this is my wife. Not the other girl, that was my girlfriend. But, like, how do you expect a waiter to remember the women that you bring in? Like, he probably didn't remember you if you hadn't mentioned. Exactly. 
I have a funny story about that. So I have a friend mm -hmm. who is exactly like that. So he took pride in bringing lots of women on dates. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this guy lived in a condo and there was this restaurant a, like right across the street, mm -hmm. right? And he was like, yeah, you know, he had broken up long-term girlfriend. He went out on one date every night and sometimes two dates per night. What the? Same restaurant. So he brought these girls to the exact same restaurant. Oh my god! And then finally, one day, the one waitress, like she was so cheesed because she was like, this guy's such a douchebag. Yeah. She was like, weren't you in here two hours ago with another girl? Oh, shit. He's like, fuck. But like in his mind, he was like, oh, I'm showing off that like I have all these girls. But like he didn't realize it was like going to make someone upset. Oh. So. God, good good for that waitress calling him out like that yeah you go, yeah yeah that's yeah. so funny do i yeah we're like oh, it takes a waitress to make you realize you're being a douchebag right yeah. now all right the next story comes from a user named philly mick 67 so he says i'm not a server but i'm a bartender my girlfriend was serving an obviously first date and uh, they were ordering an alarming amount of drinks with 30 minutes of sitting down. So I asked my girlfriend what was going on, and she said that the girl was doing all the shots they had ordered. What? A lot of shots, okay? So I walked from behind the bar to the bathroom purely to check in on the situation, and good lord, this girl on this date was blasted and was just saying <laughs> fuck every other word. Eventually, yes. the chick went outside to smoke and the dude beelined to the bar and asked if he could give me the money um, for the waitress and sneak out. And he actually gave me $200 for a $70 tab, so it was very nice of him. I mean, he probably felt bad for the scene that she was about to cause. Yeah. So the girl came back and, and ate the food that they had ordered and tried to order some more drinks. And uh, we obviously couldn't serve her any more alcohol because she was like super hammered. We had to throw her out. And she started calling me the N-word. What? And he says, yeah. And he says, I'm very much a white dude. Um, it was super bizarre. And uh, my girl and I still talk about it years later. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this was a first date. How much? So here's a question for you. How drunk is too drunk for a first date? <laughs> I mean, it depends. Okay, so actually when I first started dating, like dating random people that mm. i didn't know um i would actually go to the restaurant early to order two tequila shots for myself because i needed the confidence the liquid courage yeah because like i i i'm not very talkative if it's like a super new person that i i don't know much about and okay. i get really shy and like I, I can't talk properly so then i take the two shots and then i feel like a lot better but I think if I had ordered that in front of my date, they'd probably judge me because, <laughs> right? Like yeah. if if you went on a date and someone ordered two shots for themselves, you'd be like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't. I don't think I've had more than one drink on a first date with a random person. I I actually like I don't drink much to begin with. Like I don't even enjoy drinking unless it's. I'm in, in in the mood for it. But yeah. for a first date, I don't I want to be alert because when I get drunk and it, it doesn't take much for me to get drunk, I'm just all over the place. Like I can't think straight. Well, I guess that is just I'm just describing what drunk is at this point. <laughs> but like <laughs> I'd like to be <laughs> sharp enough to know what conversations that I'm having and I don't want to give off a wrong impression. Right. right. Maybe I'm just a too prude. Am I just a prude? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I think a prude is like, yeah. did you watch Indian matchmaking? Yes. When Nadia went on that date with that one guy and he was like, so she ordered a mimosa and it was like 11 a.m. And I was like, dude, that's like the time for mimosas. Yeah. Like, and? <laughs> yeah. And your point? Does uh... she, she drink it out of her nose with a straw? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's too funny. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah that, that's, you're not being prude. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Thank you. Thank you for that reassurement. Cool. But yeah, maybe don't don't get so drunk that you're just throwing a fit at random bartenders at a bar on a first date. Maybe that's the line. Also, people derogatory names like bye. 
This one's by Fupishi. <laughs> How do people come up with these usernames? Seriously. They usually mean something. I don't know what this one means. Fupishi. It could be a different language. You never know. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So a couple in their mid-20s comes in. It's obviously a first date, but they seem to really like each other and are getting along well. I wasn't serving them, however, but I was serving the table next to them. So about halfway through their meal, I noticed that they were holding hands over the table. Cute. Then the guy lifts her hands to his lips and kisses the back of it. A bit of an outdated gesture, but still cute, I guess. Kevin still does that with me. Yeah, Demon does that too. The woman seems slightly confused, but goes along with it. Little while later, I see the guy do it again. Okay, dude, then again. The woman is confused and looks a little uncomfortable. They're no longer holding hands. I go to serve my table and see the dude full on making out with her hand. Tongue and all. Okay, bro. <laughs> okay, bro. This got so weird. <laughs> He's trying to eat her. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> the woman now looks extremely embarrassed and uncomfortable looking everywhere but her date. I go over and casually ask if they need anything, and the dude stops. The woman yanks her hand back, and she left pretty soon. Ew! I can just imagine how it smells after. Ew! Dry saliva. <laughs> I mean, yuck. I mean, Charlie does that all the time, but okay, but Charlie is bre- breath is like angel breath, so it's fine. Not really. <laughs> now you gave him to me. You gave him to me, and then you took him home, and then you bathed him. <sighs> yeah, so uh, I just left Charlie with Nana for two and a half days because we had um we had to do a closet installation, and I like all of my heart wanted to bathe him before yeah, I brought yeah. him, but I was so busy and. He hadn't been bathed for two months, which is the longest I've ever not bathed him. Like, when she took pictures of him, I could smell him. <laughs> he has this face that's, like, kind of wet, and you can smell the the smegma. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. He's still cute, but it's just, I had to... Yo, but this guy's dried saliva spit is definitely smellier than that. You know what, though? Like, I, I think people... I have some sort of relevant experience with this shit. What? Yeah, but it wasn't my hand. It was my face. So I was seeing this guy. And uh, before we shared our first... We've never actually had an official first kiss because I got scared before it happened. I was in high school and very young, very inexperienced. So he kissed me on the cheek, which I thought was pretty cute. And then he continued to kiss my cheek, and then again, and then until he started making out with my face. Hell no. Just my cheek. No way. Actually? And I got very scared because th- I thought he was trying to eat me. Um, and then I ran away, and uh, we broke up. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first sexual experience. Someone trying to eat my face. <laughs> Ew. That's, like, really weird, man. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. Ooh, there's some, like, ugh, there's some, like, really bad kissers out there. Yeah. I think there's actually a distinct way that women like to kiss and men like to kiss. A man wants to devour you. That's <laughs> yes, they love the tongue. Like, they love to, like, as much tongue as Ew. possible. Like, I like a little bit of tongue, <laughs> but, like, every time... I'm made out with a man, it's always like Bleh. 130% tongue. I'm like drinking saliva. Ew! It shouldn't be like that, right? I, I, I don't, okay, I don't think you're speaking for all men out there because I've never drank, took a sip of someone else's saliva. Haven't you had it where like there's so much saliva that you can't breathe so you have to drink it so that you can breathe? Ew! No! What the fuck? <laughs> Amy's questioning her entire life right yeah, now. It's not good. I feel bad. Okay, let's move on. Oh, I don't feel good. Oh, it's oh, gross. Um, I'm really glad that we're doing this before dinner so we can uh, suppress our appetites just a little bit. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, story number seven. <laughs> Amy's still disgusted. <laughs> this one comes from a username JRTX. Okay, so they said, 
I was a waiter at a bakery cafe, and a couple, a man and a woman, had come in on this summer day, and they ordered two bowls of soup and sat down. The girl who took their order went to the back and prepared their soup for them, then brought it back out. In the time that it took for her to get the soup, the woman had taken off her flip flop, put her leg across the table, and the guy was going to town sucking on this lady's toes in the middle of a restaurant. Oh God! What? Uh. So the waitress didn't notice until she went to place the soup on the table. She stood there in shock, and then the couple was oblivious to her presence. How? They were very into it. Okay, this guy was going all in, and the lady is starting to moan before they realize that their soup is ready. The rest of us just stood there in shock、um, for the rest of the shift, actually, and the couple is no longer allowed on the premises. Bro, like he might as well be giving her a blowjob. Yeah. What the fuck? First of all, she was wearing flip flops. That toe is dirty, bro. <laughs> That's a dirty toe. Don't suck that. That、Don't、is so fucking gross. Like I think about my feet after walking around in flip flops, and yuck. Ew. Why, why does it make me think about your feet? Feet in general is gross already. Why did you have to make me think about your feet? What's wrong with my feet? Oh yeah, I guess my feet are pretty.、Boring. I know your feet. That's what's <laughs> wrong with it. <laughs> It's worse when you know the feet.、Uh, fucking exposed. Exposed here. Yeah, this is、oh. fucking gross. I also hate feet in general, and I had this one boyfriend who loved sucking on toes. Ew! Just, it was so tickly, and and he liked it when it was dirty. Ew! Oh! Yeah, he'd make me like. You remember how nasty my room used to be? Yes. He'd make me like shuffle around the room and like drag my feet around, and then like shut the fuck up. Yeah, it was fucking. How weird, have you、yeah. not shared this with me before? I did, but I probably I did. I definitely did. We definitely talked about this before. Maybe I just blocked it out of my memory to save save myself. But he had other things that were even grosser that you probably remember more of. Okay, we'll talk later. Well, that story left a bad taste in my mouth. Ew, yuck! It's gross. There's nothing wrong with foot fetish. I mean, like it's actually a very common fetish. But don't do it at a restaurant on top of a table when you're still being served, maybe. And don't moan in a public restaurant. I mean, yeah. That's. Anyway, shall we move on? Yes, please. Okay, I was waiting for that. Okay. <laughs> okay, this is the next story. So it's by someone named Alexa Eileen, twenty-two. I was a waitress at IHOP. Oh, I love IHOP. <laughs> Jesus. When a guy and his girlfriend came in along with the girl's best friend, at one point the girl's boyfriend and her friend both went to use the wa- washroom. Longer than normal time passed, and the girlfriend figured out that they were up to something. She didn't even go to the bathroom to check it out; she just knew. Sure enough, my manager walked in on the boyfriend and bestie having sex on the floor in the men's bathroom. This happened a long time ago, and I just remember being so confused and wondering why they would have sex on the floor instead of standing. The floors are so dirty. That's the focus point of the story. What? <laughs> This is so weird. Well, actually, I am wondering the same thing. Why are you doing it on the floor? It's not even comfortable, and it's definitely not sanitary. At IHOP, of all places, you know that bathroom floor was sticky as shit. Yeah, but you can't have sex standing up if the dick is small. So I'm sure this is the. <laughs> well, you can just do it from behind. Nana's face dropped <laughs> so fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, you could do it from behind. Yeah, but, it's better than、yeah. fucking laying on the floor at an IHOP. Damn. Damn. That's fucked up. Like you wanted this person so bad that while out with your girlfriend, you had to take them to the bathroom of IHOP. So fuck. Why are people like? Oh, you know, sometimes they like the danger of like getting caught and shit.、Mm. I don't know. That was fucking weird. It's, it's, it's passion, I guess. It's. <laughs> passion at the IHOP. Yeah, yeah, it's probably it's the damn pancakes, man. They turn you on. They're so good. <laughs> okay, well, the IHOP is not known to be like a fancy restaurant. It's actually like 
pretty uh, shitty. Like I would imagine this happening at an IHOP. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. The next one is actually from an unknown user. We don't know who this person is. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but anyway, they say. I was working at a bubble tea restaurant. Bubble tea restaurant? Bubble tea shop? Bubble tea place is not a restaurant. Anyway. How do they serve like snacks and shit? Yeah, but no, whatever. Yeah, no. no. So they were working at a bubble tea shop near a college, and it's a nice hangout spot with dim lighting, comfortable furniture, and board games. So a lot of first dates from college kids happen here. Worst one probably that I've ever seen was this guy that looked somewhere between 17 and 19 years old, so probably a freshman, very young, who met up with this girl around the same age. They got teased and took a seat at a table and played a board game and they were talking. However, this guy's mother sat at a table next to them this entire time and just stared them down. It made me feel so bad for him. But then the icing on the cake is when she goes up to them at 8.38 on the dot and tells them that it's time for the two of them, meaning her and her son, to head home. The guy was visibly pissed but said goodbye to her, to her his date and followed his mom out. The girl comes up to order another tea before she left um, and I asked her about it and she was more than happy to fill me in on what happened. And apparently this mother... Uh, of his of her date didn't just sit there and witness the entire date she actually injected herself into the date and interrupting their conversation and critiquing her son's behavior during this date how fucked up bruh is that okay that's too weird man that's too much that's just like you're literally giving your son a performance review on a first date oh in front God, of his weird. date like how do you get rid of a mother's like that i've seen like i have a friend actually who's an only child like the only son and a single mom and so she's like borderline like obsessed with him and so every time he has a girlfriend or he dates someone Uh she's so hypercritical of the girl but i've never seen a parent critical that critical about their own child yeah that's like if you are you if you baby your son so much usually it's like nobody is ever good enough for my son like what the fuck i actually had an ex like that so i met his mom and his mom was a bitch a downright bitch like i respect the elders you know but she was a bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like during lunch or dinner, or whatever we were having, um, she like was just super unpleasant the entire time, super rude, didn't even say hi to me when I came in and said hi to her and sat down and didn't make any conversation, didn't really answer like any of my conversation. And then when the food came, we started to eat because it was like Chinese food. We were using chopsticks. She put her chopsticks down, looked at me dead in the eye. She's like, I can't eat while you're holding your chopsticks like that i'm like Wait, what she was upset she was disgusted by the way that i was holding my chopsticks so much so that she couldn't continue her meal this was the first time you met her yeah first time that i met her what did your boyfriend say nothing no way because he's a mama's boy and there's nothing that he his mom could possibly do that is wrong so yeah, I didn't meet her again after that. What the? F- what did you say? I was so shocked. And I was like, what, 19 or 18? I, I didn't know how to act. So I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. How did you eat? With your fingers then? <laughs> well, I kept eating. I don't care if she's eating or not. I'm hungry. <laughs> so you kept eating and then she just <laughs> stopped eating. Yeah, she stopped eating. She didn't eat her food. Isn't that fucked up? How rude do you have to be to behave this way to a, like... A teenager yeah but also like how do you how do you hold chopsticks the right way then I, i'd imagine you knew how to do it the best way <laughs> i do i hold it the standard way you know 
I like I remember going home and googling how do people from the south cook chopsticks because they were from the south and I'm from the north originally. Okay, yeah. So I'm like googling if there's a difference. There's no difference, and the people on on YouTube is holding the way that I hold my chopsticks. I'm like, what the fuck is a problem? What the f- I don't get it. That is so, so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Parents can be really rude sometimes, and they can be the reason of your the downfall of your relationship, which is unfortunate, but it happens. This one is from uh, someone named Bucket of Frogs. Not a waiter, but me and my girlfriend sat next to an obvious first date at a pan-Asian fusion restaurant, Zen, in Durham, UK. She comments that her main course wasn't quite what she expected and thought it would be spicier. He then snaps his fingers above his head very loudly, so half the restaurant turns around to look, and a waitress rolls her eyes and goes over. He demands that they cook it again and make it hotter. Next thing, there's half a dozen Thai waitresses around the table calling him worse than shit in Thai, my Thai girlfriend translated, (laughs) causing a massive scene while her face turns red and they take her plate away. She then has to sit with no food while he continues eating. He eventually realizes he's fucked up and stops eating, but she sarcastically tells him to enjoy his food. They brought her a fresh plate and they eat in silence. I'm sure this was the first and the last date that they had. Okay, I don't care how hungry I am at that point. I am not eating whatever they brought back on that plate. Oh my god, they're like definitely vomiting in it, spit on it, farted in it. Yeah, <laughs> there is a mixture of substances in that meal that you do not want to consume, lady. <laughs> Trust. 100%. Holy fuck. I hate it so much when this when when people snap their fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh! Yeah. It makes me so yeah, angry. Yeah, kills me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because mm-hmm. my family mm-hmm. used to be, like, restaurant owners back in China. My dad had a restaurant. And it happens on occasion where people literally have no respect for you and they yeah. snap your fingers like you're a fucking servant of some sort. <sighs> Even as a servant, you shouldn't be treated like that, you know? Yeah. Um, And it's just, like, ugh, infuriating. Like, who do you think you are? You know? Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, like, yeah. my biggest pet peeve. I also find that I'm awkward when I eat at restaurants because sometimes like they're not attentive and I don't know how to flag them down properly. Like I usually call them or go, hey, excuse me. Or, but if they don't hear me, then I'm like, do I do wave my arm around or? Um, If I don't get their attention, I sometimes like raise my hand awkwardly. Like I'm trying to answer a question in class. Excuse me. Um, Hello. That's what I do too. I feel like at Chinese restaurants though, you see the snapping and the clapping and the oi a lot more. <laughs> I think the oi is an old uncle trying to get some spit out. <laughs> the next story comes from a username called Suck Fat Fit. Tit. Tit. Suck Fat Tit. What the fuck am I reading? (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) um, she says, I'm a bartender here. I used to work at a place that was very well known for our wings. I had what was obviously a Tinder date. So I greeted everyone and got the ball rolling. After a few drinks, I could tell that they were very obviously into each other and I was very happy that they were happy. But as we all know, shit happens. I, w- I made a pass uh, back their way and asked if they wanted to do another round. They both eagerly agreed, and while I'm making their drinks, I hear the guy say, So, what do I have to do for a kiss? And I thought it was pretty cute. I don't know why I said it like that. Anyway, the girl thinks for a second and then says, Eat a spoonful of their spiciest sauce. So, when I came back to get their, to, with their drinks, he asked for a side of our hottest sauce. I tried so hard to talk him out of it, but when that didn't work, I did the only other thing that I could do and grabbed my cook to witness this idiotic move. (laughs) (laughs) So the cook brings out the sauce and gives it to the guy. We warn him one more time that this was an awful idea. The guy shirks us off and tips back the sauce. Things were fine at first. And then tears were streaming down his face. I got him some milk. And then I thought that we were over the worst of it after five minutes, but oh boy, was I wrong. The dude stands up, kicks off his shoes, 
and then runs to the back of the bar. But as he was running, Poop starts escaping his pent leg and leaves a trail all the way to the bathroom. No! Fucking believe it. He he refused to come out of the bathroom until his date has left, and uh, he never got that kiss. However, though, I couldn't believe that this guy had the foresight to take off his shoes before he publicly (laughs) shat his pants. To be fair, they were very nice kicks. (gasps) Oh my god, that's horrible. (sighs) Okay, this story versus that story we told a few weeks ago about a girl. Oh, shitting in the car? car, Which was worse. (laughs) The car, the car for sure. Yeah? Why? Yeah. Because, like, I think this is on a floor, so, like, it's easy to clean. doesn't sound like they're nice pants or anything, but, like, the car, <laughs> it's stained forever. And they're stuck together in that situation. Like, he could hide in the bathroom until she left, although the whole restaurant... But then at the same time, yeah, he shut in front of a whole restaurant of people. But... And somebody... No, somebody was recording that shit, and it's probably on social media somewhere. <laughs> but also in this story, though, he like did something stupid, drank the hot sauce. So I think it's more understanding. Whereas the girl in that story, I think she had a steak or something. So it's like, yeah, why did you shit? You know, like, yeah, <laughs> why is your anus so loose? But this one, <laughs> but this one, it's like, okay, the guy fucking ate like a spoonful of hot sauce. Yeah, there's yeah. gonna be shit down his pants. Ugh. Man, I don't even know what to do with myself in this kind of situation. Like, If your date shit down his pants, would you give him a chance? No. <laughs> you should have made better decisions. <laughs> no, well, just, because I dared you, just because I dared you to drink that hot sauce, you're going to do it? Make your own decisions. <laughs> she was definitely setting him up for failure because even if he drank the hot sauce and he didn't shit, like she wouldn't be able to kiss him because it would be so spicy. Yeah. Damn. She's a troll. I hope she was nice about it. Yeah. Played you, man. Damn. That's 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 horrible, man. <laughs> hope your kicks are okay though. Apparently they're real nice kicks. <laughs> <You're funny. laughs> He's like, no, my Yeezys! <laughs> that's foresight. <laughs> okay, and this is the last story, and it's got a little sweet uh ending. Ending, yeah, that's the word you're looking for is ending. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So it's by someone called the Bolda, and they say, I had a couple in a small booth, and across from them was a family of six. The couple was in their mid 40s, maybe 50s, and I was delivering food to the family, and I was being berated for not using my legs with the big trays. So I grabbed a pair and headed off. Does that make sense to you? <laughs> I think that legs are some sort of like, like tr- um, cart that you bring stuff with. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So when I was settling them down, a stacked plate on my tray shifted to the side, and the whole tray pitched towards the family. I panicked and tried to stop it from falling, and it all went backwards off the tray. Unluckily, I didn't hear a single plate shatter. I turned around, and the woman of the couple had rib sauce all over her face, mashed potatoes in her bust, and broccoli all over her lap. Damn. No. This is like a waitress's worst nightmare. Absolutely. I've spilt a drink on someone too. It's so hard because you're trying to get everything done as quickly as possible. So you load so much onto the tray, but then it's never a good idea. Anyways. Okay. So I started off with, I'm so sorry, ma'am. Please stand up and we'll get you cleaned up. Um, My family was forgotten at the moment and I pleaded with her to get up so that we could clean her off. Um, Someone gave me a towel and I had two managers trying to help me. She was so polite and insistent that it was nobody's fault. Her husband finally said, at least wipe the sauce off your face. And she laughed and got up. <laughs> That's really nice. Everything was comped on their ticket, including the alcohol. It was the only tray I'd ever dropped, and they never made me use the legs again. They came back in and asked for me the next week. Oh, that's nice. The husband told me that they were celebrating 30 years together that night. 
That's so funny. It was your anniversary! Like, 30-year anniversary. I felt yeah. horrible. Then he told me on, that on their first date, she made spaghetti and accidentally dumped it into his lap. He told her it was karma, and they had a huge laugh and a free meal. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, Aww. that's kind of sweet. It's like... You dump sauce on me, and 30 years later, you, you get shit. <laughs> Rip on your face, mash a potato on her whole chest. Yeah. That's fucking jokes. It's kind of cute, though. Like, imagine if you were in that situation, knowing, like, this is the history. Yeah. I don't think I'll be mad. I'll be like, oh my god, karma's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'll be upset. <laughs> That's really cute. Have you ever had food dropped on you, or, like, a drink spilt on you? Yes. Unfortunately, my waitress wasn't as nice as uh, the boulder. Yeah. This person. Yeah. And they just kind of like ignored it. What? Ignored it? Like it wasn't a serious amount of food. It was, I think it was a bit of my drink spilled on me and they're just like, oops, and left. No way. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't as confrontational then (laughs) in my younger years. So I didn't say anything. But now, bitch, drop anything on me. I'm a flip table wow that's horrible like i think it's like just known as a server that if you drop food or a drink on someone it's comped no matter what yeah oh my god it wasn't i paid for that shit what the fuck that's like worst nightmare for me is like dropping food or a beer i remember i was like god this is my fault though i I didn't wipe the table and so like beer gets sticky on the bar table and so then i went to like slide the the beer glass over to my customer and it just stuck and like and like all over his pants and i was like (gasps) fuck he's like this is how i'm gonna start my night oh my god it's so embarrassing oh no (sighs) what did you do free beer All right, that was the end of episode 18. We hope that you like this collection of stories of horror dates witnessed by waiters and bartenders. As we said in the beginning of this week's episode, uh, the world is in a fucking weird place right now, but it's our job as a notebook podcaster creators to bring you at least an hour of downtime and some sort of joy and laughter, even though we're laughing at other people's misery. (laughs) Just an hour of downtime. That's all we hope for. And now you can go back to being upset at the world. And uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or re-listen to this episode. Yeah. Or listen to our season one. You know, that's always there. <gasps> yes. We have a ton of content for you to listen to. And uh, let us know what you think of this week's episode. Yeah. And of course, you can always get in touch with us at Facebook, Instagram, at the Not Podcast. Um, and yeah, we're always open to hearing your stories or let us know if you want to be a guest. So email us at the notbookpodcast at gmail.com. And mm-hmm. yeah, we, we want to hear from you guys. Yeah, and we want to hear your stories. So if you have any suggestions for future um, episode topics, let us know as well. Anything you want to listen to in particular or stories you want to share. That's all for now. Uh, thanks for listening and we hope to see you next week. Bye. Bye.